Good morning and welcome to the Homegirl Club. This is Jow. Donna got she got food in her mouth. Um, trying to get our lives together. So good morning. It good is morning. Saturday, August fifth, um, ten thirty a.m. So welcome, welcome guys. Bear okay. with us. We kind of had a long night. Um, we did. We had fun. We're trying to get ourselves together this way, but thank you guys for joining, as always. We're trying to multitask, do a couple things at once, um, trying to get our live stream going also on Instagram, so check that out in a couple minutes if you can get it on. I'm trying to figure out where we left our notes for today. Um, I think mine are, um, mine are in my notes on my phone. So I'm going to get those and we're going to go ahead and get started. So again, good morning. Morning, morning. It is the homegirl club with your girl, Ja. And Miss Donna Love. Give me just a second. I'm trying to get this Instagram up. Today we are continuing our discussion of relationships and dating. Last week we got to talk about the women's perspective and you know how they felt about situations um today we're going to talk about the male perspective so that'll be a little bit later on in the call first things first though current events i feel like we should be using like music let's see do we have No, I was gonna see if we had like um, news flash music. But we don't, so we're gonna use. Countdown. Sorry, good one. Oh, the whistle. <laughs> Alright, we're ready to get some of our guests on. How's everybody doing on this lovely Saturday morning? While we go ahead and do that, one of the current event topics I want to talk about is a TikTok trend. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Um, I'm not a big fan of doing a lot of TikTok trends myself. But some of these younger kids are. And even some of you older people. Um, but one of the new ones is a health trend called, and it's called drinking borax. Have you guys seen, seen that? that? I haven't seen that one. Are you drinking borax? Um, they have been adding the borax to their food and drinks as a healthy supplement option uh, because they say it provides extra vitamins and nutrients. Mm -hmm. FYI, that is not true. I remember growing up, I grew up in New York City, so we had like lots of roaches. Uh, not like the Florida yeah. outside water buzz. Mm -hmm. Okay, we had like the little that. German cockroaches that mm -hmm. infest your house and like yes. and crawl up and live up in your shit. Um, so we had those. I remember my grandmother would sprinkle borax throughout the house to kill them. Um, I know what you're talking about, the borax. Yes. Also, borax has been known to be used as a cleaning solvent in like Ajax and things like that. So it is definitely a poison. Definitely a poison. Not a health supplement. So let's not use borax as a healthy supplemental option. 
It is actually a toxin. It can cause renal failure, kidney failure, and worst case scenario, even death. And some of the symptoms that you don't even notice, which is probably why people think it's helping with like weight loss, is because it causes like nausea and vomiting and diarrhea. So people are probably shedding that water weight, but you're actually losing your body's nutrients and vitamins through the, through the diarrhea and vomiting. But I'm guessing the weight loss acts like a laxative um, and that's the appeals for it. You got anything? Bear with me, I'm sorry guys. I'm just trying to get our social media up so you guys can actually join us live. Um, you can watch me twirl my hair, pull my phone in my hand. The next thing I wanted to talk about, which I think is really dope, is this thing called the 10 Million Names Project. Have you heard about the 10 Million Names Project? What is the 10 Million Names Project? So, the 10, hold on one second, so I'm getting text messages like people, hold on, not today, we are casting live right now. Good morning to our new listeners. Hey, Welcome Ghosty! Awesome. Welcome, Ghosty! Welcome to our Homegirl Club podcast. Thank you for joining. And so the 10 Million Names Project is actually a really dope project. It aims to recover the names of enslaved African Americans. So it's kind of like a 23andMe, like an ancestry project. Um, and it's to identify their real names and restore dignity to the families of descendants of, you know, the slaves. Um, kind of reminiscent of like, you've seen Roots, where that one scene that's really famous that everyone talks about, and he's like, what's your name, boy? He's like, Kunta. Kunta Kente. They're like, Toby. Toby. That's my sound effect. They don't have one here. Um, so it's Toby. He's like, Kunta Kente. It's Toby. Kunta Kente. Well, that's kind of what it's like restoring Kunta Kente's name, like going back in history and finding the actual names Love of it. the slaves and you know, restoring. I think that's kind of cool because if we ever actually ever do get to reparations and shit like that, that might be a lineage to help people get that. Um, they said they also try to like touch on those topics in movies like Roots, 12 Years a Slave, and Harriet, but they were unable to build that emotional connection. Um, so this guy, Richard Cellini, he's the founder. Um, he's actually a white guy who started this project. Oh, interesting. But, but he believes that it's time for America to start, start sharing mm-hmm. America's entire history and not just the whitewashed version that they are trying to give us. And they're trying to make it so it's information that you can search on a database. So like it's public information that anybody can use. So I think that's kind of cool. Cool. So shout out to Richard Cellini for the 10 million names project. Shout out to Richard Cellini for that. Thank you for that information, Ja. And remembering that Borox is not a health supplement. It is actually a toxin. So ladies, kids, do not drink Borox. It is not going to help you. It's just going to make you sick. No, don't do that, please. So those are my current events. What you got on entertainment? Oh my gosh, we got so much going on in entertainment. Um, Tell me all about it. But the main thing I want to talk about is the, I don't know, have you been following up with the Lizzo 
in situation. Have you read that? I heard. What do you think about that? And do you think, like, what is your take on that? I would love to hear your perspective um, because you got so many women coming out that work with her and now saying that she she had a hostile work environment. Uh, but me seeing Lizzo in entertainment, how she speaks so much positivity on women, and then you have women, you know, coming out saying that she had a hostile, you know, environment, work environment, and now they're trying to sue her. It's just like, uh, oh, you yeah. know, it's just like so, surprises. I will say some of, when you read some of the allegations, I have. So, some of them were shocking as fuck. Yes. Um, yes. So, like, very. Uh, they were being forced to go to yes, sex, sex Yes, that was my biggest thing. I was like, oh my God, we're talking about the same person here. And this Lizzo. And then they were saying, like, they had to eat bananas out of genital areas. Uh, the other, and I say general. Genital areas, because I don't know if they were doing it from their pussies or right. they were men involved. I'm not really sure right. what the exact situation was. Um, right. And also, like, they had to touch each other's breasts. And things like that, or they would lose Girl. their jobs. Yes, and yeah, and it was just like they did it because they didn't want to lose their jobs. So it's just like, come on, like I just want to see how it's going to actually turn out. Feel free to leave us comments in the chat if you haven't done it yet. Go ahead and join the Homegirl Club. Mm-hmm. Um, our email, the Homegirl Club at gmail.com, or you can join our Instagram at the underscore Homegirl Club underscore twenty three. Yep.
consider myself, I guess, isn't that kind of a prude? Yes. Um, yes. I feel like that would make me uncomfortable. As well. I might lose my job that day. Yeah. I might definitely lose my job that day. If you would like to join in on the discussion, just let us know. Type in the chat. So, what we are going to do right now is we are going to go ahead and get started with our panel portion of our discussion. And we have Ghosty. We have Ghosty on the line who should be joining us shortly. And we're going to listen to his perspective on males, relationship, dating, and how our opinions differ. So, Ghosty, go ahead and let's say hello whenever you get on. And also, shout out to our DJ, DJ Rugrat. Don't know where he is at the moment. I mean, I, I've seen him, his information. I just like, come on, DJ, we need you in. Check him out at the Class A Lounge on the west side. Or you can follow his Instagram at DJ Rugrat. Show him some love, please. <coughs> hey, Ghosty, welcome. Finally. Sorry, this old man doesn't do well with technology. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing just fine, sir. How are you? I'm okay. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good, good. good. Welcome to the Homegirl Club. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a 42 year old male. Uh, live in New York City. I've had four major relationships. Um, they've all <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> so right now I'm single. Uh, I choose to be single. Uh, I've been single for two years. Um, I use the time to uh, heal. Because uh, my last relationship was pretty chaotic and very damaging. So uh, I took the time to self-reflect, get to know myself better, uh, do things that I love to do instead of uh, trying to um, instead of trying to make someone else happy, I learned how to make myself happy. And that was a very important thing in life because, like, I spent years trying to make other people happy without making myself happy. So, oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Because if you love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I didn't know that. Yeah. We're going to sound like that. It's a game show. <laughs> Okay, okay, I dig it. Can I get some of our history? Yeah, I'm uh, I don't know. I'm your best friend from high school. <laughs> oh, okay. was my entire life. So, thank you for joining. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Nice sunny day here in New York City. Question. Yeah, go ahead. As far as your, your four major relationships, what was the catalyst that turned them into major relationships? Like, what what made those before that counted? Okay, that's a good question. It was more 
of me expressing my desire to build and them agreeing or or wanting to build at the same time i wanted to build a family early i came from a broken childhood where i didn't see my parents have that dream of being together so i grew up wanting that and so my first relationship i actually had my son and that's why she stuck around because of the fact that she gave me my boy. And uh, even though things didn't work out, we co-parented well. He's 20 now. He's independent, doing his own thing in college. Um, uh, Jamira was the longest relationship I had. Um, that one was pretty peaceful. Same deal. We agreed to build with each other, and uh, that lasted a very long time because we had a firm understanding of who we were to each other. That fell apart because of me. Uh, she cheated early on in the relationship, and I didn't know how to forgive myself or her. So I held on to that pain and anguish for over six years. And in the eighth year of our relationship, I couldn't take it anymore. I said, well, there's got to be more to life than this. So let me just explore and see what's out there. And uh, ultimately, there was nothing out there. Third relationship um, was actually a coworker. Um, we got to know each other. We were pretty much partner in crime at work, and we became partner in crime outside the office. And um, that was nice until I found out that she had someone on the side for two years and she was juggling both of us. So I put a stop to that. And it was around the third heartbreak where, remember how I told you I went through my childhood wanting a family and I basically found three partners back to back. So I didn't really have a chance to like, so my wild oats, as they say. Okay. So after the third heartbreak, I kind of like mentally snapped and went on like a whole phase for like three years um, where I looked for like the loneliest woman in the bar, chatted her up, um, went home, had a one night stand and I would ghost her. And that, that went on for three years. And Is that, that, that what? Yeah. Ghosting is when you meet someone, you date them, whatever, get what you're going to get out of them, and then you literally block them like the next day. Is that why you're known as ghosty now? No, no, no. Uh, the reason why I'm known as ghosty, um, I'm a big video game head, and uh, one of my biggest video games that I play is Dead by Daylight. And... Uh, it's a, a killer versus survivor game, and I actually play as Ghostface from Scream. I, I just I just turned it down. I said he's a gamer. Yeah. I knew that. I just wanted to talk to people. <laughs> it's all good. Mm. Last relationship, I actually went back from my high school sweetheart. And um, this was after, like, I was done with hoeing and putting myself out there in a very weird manner. 
and it was magical at first. Then I realized I came back too late. She had already uh, was with two men that ultimately destroyed her mentally. And by the time I got there, I was trying to pick up the pieces. But by then, she had pretty much thought that all men were narcissistic gaslighting jerks. And I had no chance in keeping the boat afloat. So I took a lot of abuse, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And that sadly ended up in a restraining order uh, placed by me. And honestly, I've been alone for two years now. I found my inner peace. Uh, I don't want to date. The dating scene's kind of horrible right now. <laughs> so uh, I just stick to myself. Uh, I flirt here and there, but I, the door's not open at all. And I let people know, like, no, I I don't want sex. I don't want love. I want someone genuine. And quite honestly, like, I don't see myself finding that person anytime soon. So that's why I'm in this mode where I'm just caring for myself. Oh, ghosties. But I want to go ahead and introduce our DJ, DJ Rob Rob. Hey, what's going on? All right, what's the music? Uh-oh, we can just keep going with it, huh? We can just keep going with it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Go see, what makes you think uh, you're not going to find love right now? It's so scary right now. <laughs> it's just so scary, man. Like, uh, what I find most terrifying is how the approach, like, I'm an 80s cat, so, like, the approach just got turned upside down. Um, I'm... I'm kind of, I'll be weird. Uh, I, I get kind of weirded out by approaching when women approach me. I'm used to doing the approaching. And because I'm not in that mode to approach, I kind of feel weird when I'm approached. So, like, I want to say I'm going to find love, but not right now. Mainly because I feel like, even though I've healed from my past relationships, Attaining that peace that I've longed for so that I wanted for so long, I don't want to jeopardize it by finding someone else. At least right now, right now. So Alpha, you said it there. Like for men, love is different versus yeah. women. Yeah. When and I ask people this question all the time, like when men love, men love harder than women do. Yes, we do. Yes, oh. we do. They don't. Explain. Um, so, as Gosi was saying, um, and this is why he feels the way he does, as as for what I can understand, when men fall in love, there's no stipulations, right? So you don't you don't hear men talking about, oh well, she got to make six figures, she has to be six foot tall, she has to 
uh, have no kids and this and the third. Because man understands that no matter where he's at or what what he what he has going on, he could fall in love with anybody at any time. Versus a woman who's like they'll 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 cut off certain aspects in different ways. They'll limit themselves based off of what they're looking for. And when you think about it, there's no real um, there's no real boundaries for love. You know, you could fall in love with a, a homeless guy or a homeless chick. You know, there's no real boundaries for love. So when women try to manipulate and say, hey, well, this is my category for love, you know, they're not really in love with the person. They're in love with the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well said. Well said. No, I would agree with that statement. That's why I have put in the chat earlier, is love real? Because I think people are in love with this idea of what love should be. But, like, to me, it's not real love. It's like, it's like a partnership. It's like either I'm deciding to deal yeah. with your shit and you're deciding yeah. to deal with mine and we're going to fucking work through this together. Yeah. Or you're going to go your separate way and I'm going to go mine and you're going to leave me the fuck alone. Right. I I, I I I mean I agree with him I, to a certain extent because I do feel like if you really like somebody then you gonna fall fall for that person like I, that's why I say I disagree because he said men fall and I think women fall in love harder than I think we fall in love here very because I think we're especially about that connection well because I think like you said we're put to fall in love with the idea of what the possibility can be you know we fall in love with the representation that we meet the real you. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think about it. Like women from from early childhood, they're like taught, okay, you know, you want to get married, you want to have a family, you want to do this. You know, they're taught all these things. So, like women, like for women, it's more so the idea. They like the idea behind love. So, uh, and I, I'm not gonna say that's every woman. Some women actually do fall in love. But majority of the time, your your men are gonna fall in love harder. Like when a man loves, he's he's gonna love harder. Like he's gonna really be in love with her because he has no time limit. He has no expectations from from okay. Well, I have to have a family by the time I'm thirty five, or I have to be married and settle down by twenty eight. Uh, she has to have this. She has to. You never hear men talk like that. Well, because I mean. Men Men don't have to talk about that because as women, like we are literally limited to when we can have kids. Yeah, very limited. So, I mean, that's that's just one aspect of it. So, you got the other side of it, right? How tall he has to be, how much money he has to make, how many kids he has to, he can have. Uh, pretty much every everything you could think of, right? It's a it's some woman out there saying, "Look, oh well, he can't do this, he can't do that, he can't like they're like." And like I say, you can't manipulate love. You're gonna fall in love with whoever you fall in love if you give it if you give it give the it proper attention. Can we take time out to add one more person to the chat? I, I do have a friend on Rio. Um, she wants to add on to this discussion. I've been knowing him for over seventeen years now. Alright, well, we go. We went ahead and set the link. If 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 he want to come in and join, he's more than welcome to join. Um, Ghosty, I want to go back to some of the things you said. Um, Alright. When you said there's what? When you said there's nothing out there, please elaborate. 
<laughs> okay. Well, um, I've tried dating apps. They don't work. I've tried putting myself out there. Not gonna, not gonna say it doesn't work. I just don't like what's available. Um, either lack of communication, lack of interest in the same things. Um, not to mention the the way the climate is now. Uh, how. Anyone can be who they want to be in right. respect to how the climate is now. And, you know, I don't want to say I'm old fashioned, but I would ultimately like to try to have another child. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, my son's already 20, so. I still want a kid, damn it. I only had one. I don't want to party. I'm done with that shit. No more kids. I don't want to party, man. Party is where it's at. Nah. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to party. It's a different kind of party. We're not, we're not talking about the New York kind of party. That's different. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, then, then please elaborate. See, I got catfished. Like everyone I met was who they were. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, no, I'm very, I'm very careful with that. Um, everyone I met was who they were, so it wasn't like something like, oh, you're not who you are on the profile. Okay. How about like, it, connections Usually like two weeks. Yeah, usually like two weeks. Gives me enough time to plan a date and then, you know, we just act on, on there. But uh, every single date I've had over the course of five years has just been dull. Like the minute I meet them, we have a conversation and literally in the conversation, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to really find anything interesting to talk to this person about. I like communication. I like to talk about things. And if there's no communication, there's it's just not going to go anywhere. I bore easy, so. So when you're talking yeah, about uh, what kind of communication, 
No, it doesn't even have to be a call. No, no, no. One thing I'm not, I don't want the clingy crap either. I just want someone to talk to. And, and, you know, like, um, about, like, even if I'm so so anti-politic, I would rather talk about politic than garbage. So, you know, what's going on today? What's the climate like? What are your future aspirations? What are your future goals? What's your long-term goal? What's your short-term goal? Uh, what do you do for fun? You know, shit like that, just to keep the thing going. And if those questions are not really answered in a very good way, that usually just turns me off to the person. So one thing I... Yeah, go ahead. find that nowadays it's harder to engage in conversation with people, like face-to-face, you know, surprisingly enough, because I work for Medicaid, I don't find it hard to engage conversation at all. That's why it's kind of hard to, to find someone because of the fact that I'm so in the public's face all the time. It's very easy to strike up a conversation with just anybody. So how do you normally strike up a conversation? You just ask them if they got insurance or something? Well, normally they come to the desk. No, um, usually I'm in reception, so I have to greet them. Uh, they pretty much tell me what their issue is, and then I advise them what to do next. So, well, I mean, like, so when you're dating, like, how do you oh, when I'm start dating. a conversation? Oh, okay. Um, usually, um, I'll start with a greet, and then um, I'll usually wait for something in common to pop up. And then once I find something in common, I usually, like, tackle the, the topic right there to try to uh, start a conversation that will lead to something else. That's usually how I do things. Are you spontaneous? Uh, hmm? Are you spontaneous at all? I can be. Not all the time. Try driving the boat. So the next time you, you meet somebody, don't wait for something to pop up. Just bring bring something up you want to talk about. Just tell them, say, hey, look, I don't know. Um, what's going on? Oh, you heard about the girl su- suing Lizzo. You know, um, whatever like you know just just steer the boat like you just come out spontaneous just hit them with it and like just see where that goes because like uh so obviously i dj but i do a you you wouldn't believe how many conversations just start and like good conversations off random thought or random um interactions and stuff i noticed like man when i date and think like if if you kind of just for a guy if you kind of just sit back and you don't take control of the conversation or take control of what's going on around you then it it, yeah it gets really boring like i I hate to do this to y'all ladies but women can talk your head off but do not always carry good conversation yeah that's true yeah i mean that's true we're not gonna debate that fact i mean that's not us but that's definitely true um dj rugrow DJ Rugrat, let's unpack some things here. Let's unpack some things. Let's get it. So, so when you date, what are you looking for? Um. Oh man. So when I date, um, if I date, right, I date um, to obviously look for my better half. Like I want somebody that I can build something with. Like. I, I want to build my empire. I want to build my family. Like, I want to build this next level relationship with us. Like, 
is is we like because when we're when we move we're, we're gonna move as one it's gonna be okay cool i know what she got going on she knows what i have going on boom we're helping each other we're supporting each other we're building with each other like all right cool like you know so when we build our empire like you know and most a lot of people don't understand like you know you when you build something with somebody it you're it brings you that much closer together <clears throat> when you when you really bond with somebody over something like that it, it brings you guys a lot closer like you're able to understand each other you understand the struggle you understand what i went through to get here you understand i understand what you went through to get here like you know and i think that's why that's so important so i want I, lo- I love to build stuff with people like i want to grow a relationship with her through us growing through each other would you say for do you approach a female that you are interested in that wait way? say that again that do you approach every female that you are interested in that way like if you see somebody that you're interested in and you guys are vibing, is that your automatic intent and that's where you're trying to take it? Or is it like you're feeling it out, see where it goes, and then maybe you start moving in that avenue? Like, what is your approach? What do you mean by interested in? Like, like you meet somebody, cool vibes, and you're like, oh, this is a cool person. Where does it go from there? Are you automatically on that track? Like, this is who I want to see if we can make my better half or is it more like all right well let's just chill and kind of take it slow but I'm still dating other people and just kind of playing the field and see which one wins nah it's um it's all based off conversation so like if if we meet and like you know and we catch a vibe or whatnot you know at first it's gonna be slow but I I would say this I move kind of fast so I I don't I don't I don't believe in that whole, oh, well, I don't even know you yet, or this, that, and the third. That's bullshit. You, what, like, it, it, what do you define as knowing somebody? What, their favorite color, their movie, whatnot? Like, I can tell you all that information, you still wouldn't know me. So, knowing somebody is something you do over time, but when you want to know somebody or get to know somebody, it's based off a of vibe, and you kind of get a vibe within the first two, three times you hang out with that person or meet that person or talk with that person, you already know, okay, I got good vibes from them. This is what's going on with them. This is what they're about. This is how they move. You know, you could pick up on that real quick. And um, so for me is, I won't necessarily go in with that, but by the second time I hang out with you, third time I hang out with you, okay, I kind of know what's up. Like, you know, is okay, you're this. You're in this category, okay? You're just cool people to hang out with. Um, you're not dating material, like I don't even want to be around you. Like I'll know where you're, at, where you reside, based off of the second or third time we we hang out. What what is dating material? What is what? What do you consider dating material? What do I consider dating material? Um. Really, like I like I said earlier, I don't really have limitations to that. I mean, obviously, you can't be ugly, um, <laughs> but other than that, the biggest thing for me is you have to be moving forward in life. Like you have to be doing something, moving forward. Like you have to want something. You can't just be happy with where you're at. Okay, I have a question. So, if you do find somebody. And you want kids, and the other person don't want kids. How does that affect the relationship? Um, 
I mean, that, that's way down the line, but um, <laughs> that's uh, I think I think that's something that should be discussed within what you'll call that dating life. So, for example, the first time you go to have sex, she's going to tell you, oh, no, you know, uh, don't nut in me or um, I don't want any more kids or my tubes are tired, whatever. You guys are going to have this conversation at some point. <laughs> Yeah, so you gonna get you got at some point you're gonna know, okay, this is she don't want kids. So if you guys don't discuss that then and you don't figure it out then, you know, you're only delaying the inevitable. At some point, you know if you want kids, you're gonna you know you want kids. So you need to start either one looking at other options or two, figure out, okay, is this something like that's a deal breaker for me? Like it's no point in Okay, well, I'm gonna wait till we're married and hope she changed her mind. Um, Ghosty, how about you? If someone didn't want to have kids, is that a deal breaker? No, it's not, not anymore. Okay, so it used to be once upon a time. Used to be in my early 20s and 30s, but now, nah. No. Go ahead. Um, so you took time for healing and forgiveness of yourself after she cheated on you. What were you forgiving yourself for after she cheated? Putting up with nonsense. Like, just not... Hmm. How do I put this? All right. Forgiving myself for not forgiving her. Because if, uh, you know, when it happened, like I said, I forgave her, but I didn't really forgive her. I, I harbored a resentment over the course of eight years. Um, Did that resentment affect your future relationships? Mm, yeah. I don't want to say it led like that because uh, when I got to Jessica, I was definitely not in that mind frame. And when I was with uh, Yolanda, I was not in that mind frame. So no, definitely not. When I was with Yolanda, I was more free spirited and more uh, just hoping that things were gonna work out. And that, and Yolanda was the one that was uh, carrying on with a relationship with another man for two years. So the order is Inez is my my son's mom. Then, uh, um, forgive me, I smoked earlier today. Jamira, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Saturday and it's wake and bake. Fuck that. Uh, then Yolanda, then Jessica. Ghosty don't care. Ghosty out here name dropping, bro. Say <laughs> 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 it was Yolanda, Keisha, Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> last thing you mentioned coming across damaged women what does that mean there's a whole song by daddy but. that's a sad one we're all damaged man we're all damaged it, it it doesn't just fall onto a certain gender we're all damaged it's just a level of damaged and 
how much that person can handle. Um, but to me, a damaged person is someone who has uh, been abused, uh, whether fit physically, mentally, or spiritually. Um, people uh, who have not come to terms with the damage that's been caused by them. So, you know, let's say you're a person who's been in a relationship with a partner and that partner has repeatedly hit you. You don't fight back. But after a while, you leave because you don't want to be hit anymore. And because you've been hit, you kind of anticipate other partners to hit you after that. So it's, it, it's trauma. So damage equals trauma. And it's up, to the, it's up to that person to really come to terms with their trauma and how they move forward from there. So a damaged person is just simply someone who has trauma that hasn't come to terms with it. So we have a comment that damaged goods are huge red flags. How do we feel about that? Well, like I said, everyone's damaged. So it's it's really up to the person. Like, you know, I consider myself damaged, but yet I go to therapy and I take my medication. So I may be damaged, but I'm keeping it under that. Um, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't expect that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, therapy changed me. My sister was literally brow, like browbeating me over the head with it. She's like, you got to do it. You got to do it. And, then, you know, me being the typ typical stubborn male, uh, I think I can handle it on my own. And I self-medicated. Right. But here was the deal like my 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 situation had gotten so bad with the abuse in my life both in my childhood and in relationships where i started manifesting a very negative force in my life uh in my head like picture you're going about your business and then all of a sudden you hear your own voice telling you hey why do you keep going but over and over again. So that's why I said, okay, I need help. I need to shut this off because this is not me. And over the course of two years, uh, like I said, I went to therapy. I take my, my pills every day. I don't hear that voice anymore. I feel good. I get up. And I get up not sluggish anymore because forget it. I used to crawl out of the bed. Um. But yeah, like everyone's, everyone, I, I don't care who you are, man. There, everyone's have, uh, everyone has had some sort of trauma that has shaped them to who they are. Yeah, even more than one. Even more than one. Even more than one. wars and it wasn't until recently like you know i had to come to terms like i've seen dead people 
Like, I've had to carry dead bodies. I've seen ships set on fire. I've had to rescue people out of water. You know, and that's shit that nobody talks about. Yeah. But it happens. That's trauma. Yeah. And and of course that was stuff that you had to put in push in the back of your head because you had to do what you had to do at that moment, so you didn't have a time to uh, to process all that. Exactly, or even like you know, uh, my grandmother dying in the Dominican Republic while I was stateside. That that's trauma. Like having to rush mm-hmm. to get a passport because my grandmother's dead and have to fly across the country. That, that even things like that you don't think about. Like I couldn't walk in my college graduation. Grandmother died the day I turned in my paper. Sundays, a recorded show. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.